Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a crazy story of getting somebody's ex-girlfriend's sister pregnant. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, revenge against former roommates, I sold all their designer bags online. I thought growing up and graduating from high school meant that everyone was done with all that mean girls nonsense, but it turned out my roommates were still very much in their mean girl phase. This is how I dealt with them. First, a background story. I've always been a nerd and proudly so. I'm a nerd. I'm a hot nerd. I've been a nerd all my life and when I was younger, all the girls around me wanted to play with dolls and dollhouses. All I wanted to do was carry out experiments, attempt to fix the refrigerator whenever it broke down or try to figure out why nothing could ever stand still in the air. Luckily, my parents were very supportive of me. Not once did they ever try to stop me from pursuing my interests. Sometimes aunts and uncles would try to tell me it was wrong to like the things I liked, especially as a girl, but my parents, my dad especially, would tell them off. My daughter can be whoever she wants to be in this world, my dad would say. He didn't just say it to them, he said it to me so many times that it became corny and cheesy. My parents never tried to mold me into anything. They let me be and I enjoyed their respect and freedom to pursue my interests. Was I bullied in high school? Well, they did try it, but I showed them that I wasn't one to be messed with. I wasn't the average nerd though, the ones you see in high school TV shows. I was hot and still am hot. I had an almost perfect body, the kind that even the popular girls wanted to have. I wasn't good at dressing up and my outfits would always suck, but I shone regardless. I always knew I wanted to be an engineer of sorts. I loved physics too. My parents and I decided that I would major in mechanical engineering in school. It made sense and I agreed. After college, I returned home to my parents' home. I got a job there too, but I wasn't satisfied. I wanted to increase my earning power as well as expand my horizons. My parents were comfort zone people, but I was not. I applied for different jobs in major cities and soon got a decent paying job. When I moved, I was immediately slapped by the incredible expenses in the city. It was nothing like the town my parents lived in. I could afford an apartment where I get to live alone, but most of the apartments that were affordable for me were either on the outskirts or very small apartments. I wanted a place that was in the heart of the city. I wanted somewhere close to work and somewhere comfortable, big and spacious. A lady at work was going to see an apartment in the city and I asked to come along with her. Since I started house hunting, going out to look at houses became one of my hobbies. I already lived in a tiny apartment on the outskirts and every day I looked forward to moving out. My coworker and I were in awe of the apartment. It had three large rooms, bathrooms and suite, and a large kitchen space, and the view was great. It had just been newly renovated so everything looked all shiny. I went into one of the bedrooms and when I looked out, I knew I wanted to live in that house. This apartment is lovely, but my boyfriend and I could never afford it, my coworker whispered to me. I want to live here. I have to live here, I whispered back to her. I returned to my tiny house that day, the apartment fresh in my mind. I pictured everything I would do there. I pictured myself in the bath, waking up to that view, dancing around the house and all of that. The problem, though, was that unless I'd got a job that paid me three times my monthly payment, there was no way I could afford to live there by myself. 
Even if I could afford rent, I couldn't maintain a house that large all by myself. I started to consider looking for a roommate. Whatever it was that I wanted to do, I had to do it fast before the house rented out to someone else. The next morning, I told my coworker that I would love to live in that house and she promised to send me the necessary details. Are you going to move in with your current roommates? She asked. Oh, I don't have any roommates at the moment, I replied. She looked at me in confusion. I don't understand. Do I need to take this up with human resources and renegotiate my salary? Do you earn that much? I laughed and said no. I'm thinking of finding a roommate, you know, someone my age. You might need two, she said. For an apartment that large, you need two other roommates. Plus, it's a three-bedroom. I said okay. You don't strike me as someone who'd like to have a roommate, she said, looking closely at me. I said oh, I don't, but I really love the house. You might want to think long and hard about the roommate thing. My boyfriend and I live together and even that's too much work for me. I said I'll make sure to be selective about the kinds of people I choose. I'm officially looking for a roommate, spread the word out. Wait until you get the apartment, she said, rolling her eyes. And my boyfriend and I are still searching for an apartment. I contacted the landlord and he agreed to meet me. I was so excited about the house that I started to tell everyone that I was looking for a roommate. I told everyone to tell everyone they knew. My friend with whom I went to college suggested that I advertise in the local paper. I didn't want to because I didn't think anyone read the paper anymore, but I decided to try it to get a faster result, and I got calls from different people. The first was from a man, a banker who worked very close to where the apartment was located. A man? My mom asked when I told her. I was certain that she turned up her nose as she asked me that. Yes, mom, a man. She said, I don't know about that. Living with a total stranger is one thing, but a man? I said, but mom, he's going to use both rooms. That's a lot better than having to find a third roommate. She said, I understand, honey, but don't you watch the news? I suggest you have women living with you. Or a woman. Okay, mom. Truth is, I was actually kind of skeptical about having a man live with me anyway, so I agreed quickly. If the banker guy had been a woman, I'd have been more than happy to welcome him. I got another call from a woman but she didn't have a stable job and couldn't explain what she did. I ignored the other calls and was just about to give up on the house when I got a call from a lady. She sounded like a young person, someone my age and that was a relief. She wanted to have a physical meeting to see if we were a good match and then come with me to see the apartment. Apart from the banker guy, none of the other callers sounded that serious about being my roommate. We decided to meet at a restaurant after work. I went into the restaurant and waited. For 30 minutes, she did not show up and I was just about to leave the restaurant, as I'd had a stressful day at work, when I saw two blonde girls enter the restaurant giggling happily. Their arms were intertwined and that reminded me of the popular girls in high school. They looked around quickly and one of them nodded in my direction. I figured one of the ladies was the caller. Hello, I greeted, standing and calling out to them. The other girl looked at me in surprise. She looked impressed. They hesitated for a bit and then they walked up to me. Hello, one of them said. You are pretty, the other said. I smiled faintly and started to talk about the house. I had little time left and I wasn't interested in a conversation about my face. We weren't there for that. From the interview, I found out that they were both models or best friend models as they put it. They called each other best friend models as though that was some sort of department or branch in modeling. They were both signed to a modeling agency that I knew. 
I figured since I knew the agency, they had to be popular, and that would mean that their models earned. The best friends wanted to live together and occupy the two other bedrooms, which was fine by me. Two weeks later, we all moved in, and since I hardly had anything in common with them, we weren't friends or anything. We were cordial, but not friends. One of them stopped me as I walked to my room one day after work. You never come out to talk to us, she said. I'm really just a shy person, and I don't think we have a lot in common, I replied. Maybe you're a bit introverted, but I think we can find something that we have in common. I developed a friendship of some sort with the one who stopped me, but I don't think the other best friend liked that. She randomly rolled her eyes at me whenever I was speaking in the group. It was annoying, but I let it go. I wasn't about to start something in the house. The girls were everything like the mean, popular girls in high school. They mocked other girls they worked with for not being the right weight, not having the right kind of boobs, not having enough designer clothes, and being ugly. The ironic part is that one of them was very plain looking, and if she did not make a lot of effort into her looks, she would probably look very ugly. She was also the one to always call other girls ugly, and the one who would roll her eyes at me and rudely interrupt me when we were having a conversation. We were roommates, but I hardly ever went into their room, until one evening, when the one I was closer to was very upset about something. We talked long into the night, even after the other guy had slept. We talked about our savings too, and she said they didn't have any. How can you not have any savings? My mom would have a stroke if I told her that I wasn't saving any money. She got up and opened her closet. On one side were nice looking bags. These are all designer, she said. I looked on, confused. These are my savings. They belong to my best friend and me. We buy them and rock them, but they're really investments and a great way to save money. I don't know why my roommates, especially the one who was very friendly with me, suddenly started treating me badly, but I guess that the ugly one was threatened by my friendship with her friend and started to badmouth me to her friend. I wasn't exactly bullied in high school, but my roommates bullied me as an adult. The painful thing is that you can't report anyone to the principal as an adult. One day, the one I was friendly with threatened to slap me. We had a minor argument over cleaning the fridge and it spiraled into that. I didn't see it coming at all. I ignored her and just went about my business. I guess letting that go set a precedent that I was a stupid person who cannot defend herself. They kept bothering me and I kept ignoring them, but it only made them bolder. I would walk in on them gossiping about me, and they'd keep quiet, but at some point they would just keep on talking about me. It was unfair. The last straw that broke the camel's back was when the fridge broke down one day, and I decided to fix it myself rather than calling on someone to fix it. In the process of fixing the refrigerator, I mistakenly broke a jar of what looked like gummies in the fridge. I was in the middle of picking them up from the floor when they walked in. Oh my goodness, how dare you, the ugly one exclaimed. It was an accident, I promise, it was unintentional. She kept exclaiming, so I promised that I would replace it. They said, what? Do you think that because you have parents who can afford to pay for college that you're better than us? You think you're superior because you went to college? I had had enough and I yelled back at her. What has that got to do with the refrigerator? Why do you have a complex? Before I could run around and walk away from the scene, she slapped me. I was taken aback, but I quickly regained my balance and hit her back. We started to hit each other, and her friend, the one I was close to, picked up her phone and called the police. It was my word against theirs. They told the cops that I'd hit her first and managed to cry. I was too stupefied to do anything. 
I called a co-worker whose husband was a lawyer and he recommended a good lawyer to me since the girls and the cops were talking about pressing charges. My lawyer came, did his thing and made the girls drop the charges. That was not until after we went through a lot of back and forths. It was a small amount but I was hurt because she hit me first and they both lied about it. There was no way I could keep living with them so I decided to find a new place to live. Before I left, I snuck into her room and took pictures of the bags. I posted those pictures online seeking a buyer for my designer bags. It was truly a worthy investment because I got good deals on each other bags. I sold four out of these bags and that same afternoon, I moved out. The police came to the office to arrest me but there was no proof that I sold their bags. I made sure to call my lawyer this time and threatened to sue them for falsely accusing me twice and profiling me wrongly due to my race. The police would not listen to them and their case crumbled. Well, good thing the cops didn't decide to go all like forensic on this and check for any fingerprints or anything. Unless OP did a white glove deal for all these people buying these handbags. Also, One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. OP do this in cash? Because, like, if it was online, it might be traceable in some way, right? I guess the real question is, do the cops care enough? I guess not. This next story is, I got my ex-girlfriend's sister pregnant. This is the first time I'll be telling this story. Yeah, some people know me as the jerk who had a baby by his girlfriend's sister and whatever else. But of course... They never ask why I did what I did. I have never admitted to anyone that I did it to get back at my girlfriend either. 
My ex-girlfriend and I had a great relationship and I was madly in love with her. Unfortunately, she hurt me and I just never got over it. Here's a background story. My ex and I met just when we were about to leave for college. Well, technically we met before that, but we probably only spoke once. Her sister and I grew up together. We went to school together and did most stuff together. I played basketball in school and so did her sister, so we were quite close. All the guys regarded her sister as one of the guys. Her sister was one remarkable lady in school. She fought so hard for the school to create an all-girls basketball team, but her plans fell through because there weren't enough girls who were interested in playing on the team. It also fell through because our principal was a sexist jerk. Aside from being good at playing basketball, she also knows how to make the finest drinks and smoothies. After practice, all of the guys would go home with her to her house and she'd serve us drinks. She tried many times to teach us so we wouldn't have to wait on us, but we never paid attention. Sometimes she got upset and would promise never to invite us to her home for drinks again, but we always managed to convince her to let us go home with her again. I didn't see my ex until much later. My ex is my friend's half-sister. They had the same father, but when her mother needed to leave the country for a francophone country, their father insisted that he would want his daughter to come live with him. My friend told me about it when her dad informed her that her sister was coming to live with them. I remember asking her how she felt about it. She shrugged, I don't really care. I mean, I've gotten used to having the house all to myself whenever dad isn't home, but I guess I'm gonna have to share. What is she like? Do you get along with her? I asked. She said no, I hardly even know her. The first time my friends met her, they sent me a text telling me that her sister was hot. All the guys soon wanted to flirt with her to the irritation of my friend. She was certainly pretty and all, but for some reason I just never noticed her like that. Not until we had all graduated from high school. We talked for a while on the first day, and I remember thinking she was quite pretty. I liked how her eyes blinked and her natural long lashes. Then we had a conversation about different stuff. We didn't have many things in common, but I liked her softness and how she just carried herself. Something about her was unusual, unlike all the girls I'd met, girls like her sister. In two weeks, I grew to like her very much and she liked me back. We couldn't date though, we thought it wouldn't make sense to date since we were going off to college soon anyway. We kept hanging out, trying to prevent things from getting serious, but we had to admit that we wanted to be together for longer. We weren't just going to keep it casual until we went off to college. Since we decided to make things serious and official, I decided to tell her sister about us. I didn't expect any serious reaction from her sister. She was quite playful, so I guessed she would just smack me on the arm or make kind of a joke out of it, but the minute I told her, she got up from the pool bank where we were seated and left. I ran after her to figure out what was wrong, but she ran faster to her room and shut the door behind her. I was going to ask my girlfriend if her sister had offended her. That was the only reason I could think of for her reaction, but I changed my mind. Instead, I told one of the guys, and he revealed a secret he's kept for a long time. My friend had a crush on me. I didn't see that coming at all. There was no way I could have guessed that she liked me. There was simply no way to tell. She was never extra nice to me, she treated me just as well as she treated the other guys, and she teased me all the time. My guy friend warned me not to let her know that I knew she liked me, so I didn't tell her. It wasn't until my girlfriend and I got serious that I noticed she was quite insecure about me hanging out with her sister. It was weird because she was a lot prettier than her sister, and certainly got more attention from guys. 
I know she likes you, my girlfriend would say. I don't think so, I would lie, and then she'd roll her eyes. She said, I'm a girl, so I know when a girl likes a guy. While I knew she once liked me, I kept telling myself that she was over it. She told my guy friend a long time ago anyway, it was probably a stupid childhood crush. She was just rattled that I was with her sister because they had a silly sibling rivalry going on. I didn't know anything about sibling rivalry anyway because I was an only child, but I knew siblings who very clearly did not like each other. After we went off to college, my girlfriend and I managed to maintain a strong relationship despite the distance. Sure, being in a long-distance relationship was hard for the two of us, but we handled it well. After college, I moved to the city. She moved in with me months later and we were happy we could finally be together. I soon noticed something that I never really noticed before we lived together. I mean, I did notice, but I never really noticed how severe it was. She could hardly stomach me going out for a drink with my boss and other co-workers because my boss was a woman. Even when my boss attended my birthday party that we hosted in my house, she pouted all through the party and refused to speak to me for days after. That soon became a thing for us. A female co-worker or client would see me while we were out eating dinner and she'd say hello. My girlfriend's reaction to that would be to ignore me all through dinner and for two days more, sometimes a week. To be fair, she was always like that. Even in college, if she felt I'd done something wrong, she would stop taking my calls for days. Her weird reaction to issues was a problem then, but I blamed the fact that ours was a long-distance relationship. And I never really got to know her in person for a long time before we both went off to college. My ex was a very beautiful woman. She was pretty in high school, but as she grew, she became even more beautiful. I could never understand why she was so insecure about our relationship. It was as though her biggest fear ever was losing me. I had never given her reasons to believe I could be cheating. She never caught me cheating either, so I couldn't understand why she behaved the way she did. One day, I was on a phone call with her sister when she walked into the bedroom. I felt guilty about talking to her sister, which was weird because I was friends with her sister. I knew her sister before I even got to know her. Out of guilt, I tried to pass the phone on to her so she would talk to her sister. She got very angry and stopped speaking to me. I don't want you talking to her, she said after I got off the call. That's very selfish and unfair. She's one of my best friends. I didn't stop being friends with her sister. For some reasons that I could never put together, everything about her sister seemed to trigger her. She never wanted to hear anything about her sister. Not bad news and certainly not good news either. I worked at a relatively new growing company and climbed up very fast. My boss took her staff very seriously and she promoted me often. She announced one day that the company was opening up a new branch in another state and that she would want me to head the new branch. That meant a lot to me because my boss could have chosen someone else who was my superior to head the branch. Also, that was a promotion and it meant more money for my girlfriend and me. At the time, I'd already started making plans to propose to my girlfriend. I figured there was no point in waiting anymore. At the time, she had just gotten a job. It was her first real job after college and we were excited about it. I expected that my girlfriend would be just as happy as I was about the news of my promotion. And she pretended to be. We went out for dinner that night and I was so excited. Just as we prepared for bed that night, she asked what my transfer would mean for us. I didn't understand why she would ask me that question. It wasn't the first time we would live apart and we did fine. I don't know. 
Do you have plans to come back? Or do you want me to quit my job and come with you? She asked. No, I don't want you to quit your job, I replied. I had thought she was worried that she would have to quit a job she had just gotten and tried to calm her down and assure her that she doesn't have to quit, but that upset her even more. I tried to figure out what exactly her problem was, but she ignored me. The weekend after I broke the good news to her, we went to a work function together. I noticed that after the party she looked quite grumpy, but I was used to her throwing tantrums if I smiled at another woman. When I went into the office on Monday, my boss invited me to her office and told me that she was taking back the promotion. My heart sank. I would never have imagined that my ex had something to do with my boss's decision until my boss told me about what had transpired between them the night of the work function. My boss revealed that my ex has confronted her about the transfer and accused her of trying to take me away from her. I was shocked and embarrassed. My boss was certainly not the kind of woman that would take such accusations lightly. I knew the only reason she didn't fire me was that I was an asset to the company. I apologized immediately and promised that I'd make my ex apologize, but she smiled and said it won't be necessary. I confronted my ex when I got home, and she admitted to saying that and apologized. I accepted her apology and we tried to move past it, but it was hard for me. I'd looked forward to the promotion, more money, working in a new environment, and taking on more challenging roles, but my ex ruined it with her insecurity. I just could not fathom why she would think I was cheating with my boss. My boss wouldn't even consider me. Whenever I went to work and noticed my boss's unusual coldness towards me, I'd get very upset. I resented my ex. I deeply resented her for what she had done and how she had created a bad reputation for me at work. On one of the days I was feeling upset about it, I confronted her about why she felt that way. I just could not understand why she even thought that could happen. I expected her to just gloss over it with an apology as she would do, but I wasn't expecting that she'd start again with the accusations. She insisted that I was cheating on my boss. I was irritated and left the house in annoyance. Meanwhile, her sister had called me and told me that she was in town, so I texted to see if she wanted to get a drink together. That evening, we went out to get drinks, and one thing was clear, she was still into me. I told her about all that had been going on with her sister, and she told me that her sister had called her in the past to warn her to stay away from me, and she accused her of trying to seduce me in high school. She's always been crazy like that, her sister said. Anyway, we went from hanging out every evening at a bar to me going with her to her hotel room. We hooked up a couple of times, and she returned to where she lived and worked. Two months later, she discovered she was pregnant. She told me via text, and the first thing that came to my mind was my girlfriend's face when I'd break the news to her. I didn't feel any guilt about it at all getting my girlfriend's sister pregnant. I had wanted badly to get back at my ex. But sleeping with her sister wasn't enough revenge, especially since she didn't know. I wasted no time in telling my ex that I'd gotten her sister pregnant. She cried and was very dramatic, but I didn't care. I ignored her and went about my business. Even after I'd confessed to her, she still didn't want me to break up with her. She was going to stay regardless, but I had long stopped loving her and I wanted nothing to do with her. So did OP just willingly become a father just to stick it to somebody who was insecure in their relationship? Is this kind of what I'm getting here? I mean, it's definitely nuclear revenge, I'll tell you what. I just hope if they stick with the pregnancy and have the baby, 
Opie is an actual father to that child. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.